27 years old, big dog. At what time? When? Fucking seven. When? What? What birth? What, 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 the album? Rebirth. There it is. Bam. Oh, that was oh, dog. What the fuck do you think? And what's the name of the album, dog? Kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Testicles, one, two, testicles. We're back, we're back, we're back. What's Gucci, huh? <laughs> What's up, big dog? Hey, guys, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls from all over the fucking world, welcome to Paranoid Radio Podcast. This is the best show with the best content for the best fucking listeners. I'm your humble host, Trebles Garcia. And gentlemen, the ones and twos is the best co-host in the motherfucking planet. Big tank, salute, salute. <laughs> salute, brother. Salute. Salute. Oh, beautiful morning. What's going on, big dog? I'll tell you what's fucking going on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this, I, guys, I shit you not. Boys and girls, this is happening right now, raw, live from the city of Chino, from the city of Chino and Pomona. Dude, I was driving to work. As everybody fucking knows, I live in LA and I work in Pomona. So I work about 50, 45 miles out of my house, right? And I'm driving, I'm talking, talking, and I'm, I'm doing my usual shit. And it's funny that we mentioned this shit on last week, Pushing Rope Show, that we're the best fucking people that are on the phone and driving. Well, guess what? This time I was not on my phone, <laughs> but I was driving. I turn around, I'm in front of my job, I bust a U-turn, and I smack that ass to an old Chinese lady. To that old Chinese lady, if you know that you were in the presence of Paranoid Radio Podcast best humble, most humble uh, uh, host, Trebles Garcia, this goes out to you, I'm sorry. <laughs> I am not I am not fucking admitting guilt but guilt but I am fucking sorry guys I just fucking crashed and now I'm recording from the inside of my broken car with big tank on the other side of this fucking uh, virtual Oh man, what a fucking day. Well, everybody, thank you so much for fucking joining back. I hope you guys enjoyed the Flash News 1 episode last week. As you already know, we're going to start dropping these Paranormal Radio podcast shows weekly once again. Today we have an amazing fucking show lined up. But Big Tank, please connect the randomizing machine. Give me the listener of the week. Randomizing machine, do your thing. Paranoid Radio. Listen to that baby purr. Big Tank, who do we have today? CL9 underscore 06. Once again, CL9 underscore 06. My brother, this episode goes out to you. I hope you like it. And we appreciate you, big dog. Till the next one. CL9 underscore 06? 06. 06. That is right. Thank you so much for tuning in. 06. How many? Not playing. 06. This episode goes out to you now. Uh, Big Tank, it's a bird. It's a plane. Nope. (laughs) It's Paranoid Radio. Big Tank, what is happening? Hi, my people. You guys know the deal. This is the best segment for the best people out there. This is what is happening. I'm going to give you guys two stories. And I want you guys (laughs) two cents plus my two cents. 
because two plus two equals four. I'm going to pawn that bitch into the bank of knowledge. Ooh, the bank of knowledge. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> people, 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 extra, extra. Have you guys heard the news? And if you guys haven't, I'm bringing it here first. <gasps> oh. Disney, Disney has started to put the works into acquire DC Comics with almost like a for sure thing people get DC the Comics. fuck out <laughs> wait 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 what the fuck DC Marvel and DC the- yes. in the same fucking roof oh same my fucking god I'm, we're gonna be able to see the biggest fucking challenges and the biggest battles ever Bro, are some of the most unanswered questions. Who's faster, Quicksilver or The Flash, big dog? Ooh. Who's better, Batman versus Iron Man? What y'all got on oh. My people, do we got a Green Lantern versus, fuck, who they got? <laughs> who Marvel got like Green Lantern? <laughs> Another shiny guy. Another shiny guy from Marvel. <laughs> That's going to be an amazing fucking combination. That This is... What all kids waited for when they were kids. The fucking blowout. The combination of these two universes coming down together. What I'm excited for is to see Darth Vader beat all of their asses. Darth Vader choke out Superman with his fucking power. You know? All we need is for fucking Disney to buy Dragon Ball. Then we're set. <laughs> and the ultimate collab. That goes into the whole thing. Mm-hmm. That goes into the whole thing of the anime universe. I mean, anime universe is pretty powerful. I think we actually had a little preheated debate on who who could take out Goku. Yes, we did. And uh, I think Goku beats everybody. <laughs> Until I brought up the Scarlet Witch. I guess, I guess. But we got to see what DC has in store. I think what DC is doing, they're probably purchasing, they're pushing out all they can like with Black Adam, squeeze the fuck out of it, and then sell it for a high price. So it's a double gain for them. Because having having uh, uh, The Rock as, as Black Adam on their, you know, as a fucking a hero, that alone is going to bring in billions and billions, right? And they're going to make okay. so much money. And then Disney, and then they sell it out to Disney. Like, Disney, dude, that's, that's a call on for a double load of cash. Yes, I agree with you. But is this something we want to see? Because there was always that barrier like, oh, well, this person could be this. So no, no, it couldn't. No, it couldn't. And now you now, got no excuse. Now there's going to be basically no excuse. And mm-hmm. whoever ends up winning is basically whoever the, I guess, whoever writes a better story. Right? Top dog. Top dog. That's right. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm going to be honest with you. I think a lot of kids' dreams are going to be shattered. I think a lot of adult men's dreams are going to be shattered. <laughs> Let's get that one straight. I mean, oh, I, think, man. I think we're for a tipsy. That is definitely a story for the ages, Big Dog. What you got next? On to the next one. On to the next one. My people. Um, this hits a little bit closer to home. But LA County just released a survey that they had done. And they say on the weekends between 7 and 12 is the most laziest hour. And I'm actually against this one. Because I know a lot of people, especially a lot of Hispanics, that actually wake up early and go to church. Yeah, 100% weird. wake up, go to church. Me, personally, this weekend, I'm going to be honest with you guys, I relax. <laughs> Completely relax. I didn't do anything. Actually, Saturday I worked. Correction. I was actually up in early. Hey, you know what? So have an app. Have an app. Awesome. 
a 50-50 toss-up. But on Sunday, I was relaxing, chilling, just enjoying myself. I didn't do anything until way later in the afternoon. But Trebles, what about you? What do you have to say about all this? I feel that sometimes I'm, on Saturday mornings, I wake up early, go do my laundry, and I like watching movies at the laundry and smoke a, uh, smoke a joint or whatever, or drink a beer. I don't smoke joints anymore. I'm lying. Uh, but, <laughs> but most likely on a Sunday morning, I'm going to wake up the fuck late. So I think you texted me that this last weekend. Uh, you texted me at seven a.m. or seven uh, <laughs> eight a.m. To, to play Call of Duty, and then I woke up at eleven. I'm like, dude, I really woke up with my poofy ass eyes and my fucking chalice. <laughs> you were like, yeah, I'm down. I just woke up and I'm like, I'm already the fuck moving already. I was moving and grooving. Absolutely. Oh, damn. Okay. Okay. So can I say maybe that was debunked, or maybe I, it's a targeted audience that we don't know about, and they just released it as a general consensus? I think a lot of uh, uh, mamas out there <clears throat> and babies out there do lounge. Uh, yes. doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're actually waking up late, but they are lounging, which also pushes them to say they're lazy as fuck. So yeah, I want to say that it's, statistically, it is not incorrect. <laughs> I'll give it a true on that one. Okay, okay, okay. I like that. I like that, my people. This was what is happening. These were your two official stories. I'm hoping you guys liked it. At least the DC Universe coming into hard ways with Disney and Marvel. Fucking so Disney's only time. everything, dog. I wonder if oh. Disney ever wants to buy us out. <laughs> That is right, big time. Thank you for those two amazing stories. As always, rocking the fucking boat. And I'll be honest with you, dog. I still cannot believe Disney's about to fucking purchase D DC. <laughs> That's oh, another tell fucking you, Telling you, big dog. Telling you. I know, for real. Now, everybody, we got an amazing fucking show. Amazing content for amazing listeners like you. If please allow me to jump from the deep end of the pool and set the fucking mood because... And I quote... You may bury my body down the highway side so my evil spirit can still catch a ride. And I quote, Robin Johnson, the master of the Delta Blues. We are now revisiting the topic, in case people missed it, the 27 Club. Back in 27 Click, we covered trendsetters, strategic spikers, a.k.a. high-risk artists that captivated generations to come by becoming gods in their own domains and musical genres. Illuminati in the entertainment industry puppets such as Juice World, XXX, Tentacion, Mac Miller, Luz, Revert, amongst others, piqued our interest in the topic of the fast lane and early deals and soul-snatching organization called the 27 Club. Welcome to the iconic 27. Young yeah, man, Yes, yes. So if you guys didn't know, this mm. is basically almost a part two, a remastered. We had a major bang. So Paranoid Let's Radio. Let a little about has, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Right off the top of the head, Paranoid Radio has not had some of the best. Uh, how would we put it, big dog? Now, every single episode is a fucking episode. Some episodes just uh, go underrated under the radar. 110%. 110%. So I would actually recommend you go check it out. Or who knows? We might do a remaster. Ooh, mm -hmm. check that out. So yeah. best believe, let's dive into the 27th Club. The 27th Club is what you call a lot of, I guess, emerging or top tip artists at their prime. And they seem to fatally pass away. Yes. That's the most basic sense if I could cut it out. Now, if you allow me to inject, Big Tank, we spoke about the 27 Club back in Season 2. And I have to quote myself saying something. Remember that secret societies are not the same thing as societies with secrets. 
Having said that, I want to let you guys know that there's an, a group of people, elite group of people, artists, special people that have very powerful influence, like influencers over our children and even had influence over us when we were kids. The point is that these guys, bottom line is, these guys got killed, snatched, destroyed, obliterated, suicided, and most of them committed suicide doing drugs at a very early age. Again, these or guys- so we're told. So we're told, exactly. And you know what? There's a big theory out there, and I'm gonna bring this up. The King of Pop, Michael Jackson himself, there's a huge freaking theory. Allegedly, back in 1980s, I believe in 1980s, hashtag look it up, he was 26 years old when he was doing, he was filming a Pepsi commercial. Guys, this is horrific. He suffered and endured, allegedly endured, um, second degree and third degree burns all over his head and his um his bones and his face and his uh, skull, which actually yeah, okay, pushed... okay, wasn't it like a straight gunfire? Well, I mean, not a gunfire, like a uh, a firework yes. shot to the head. Yeah, it look it kind of looked like there's somebody's trying to make him die and burn on in purpose. Um, so he was 26 years old when that happened. Now, allegedly, uh, there is speculation said the theory goes that Michael Jackson died. And then they cloned him, right? That's another one. But then again, there was another one that they used him to slingshot, again, to slingshot the uh, plastic surgery uh, trend into action. And I know you guys are probably going to be like, okay, I, I don't know. You're, you're probably reaching for that, but I'm not. There was a big boom in the 1990s for plastic surgery. Now, these are the top three heavy. things that he, heavy, heavy, forehead lift, cheekbone surgery, and altered lips and rhinoplasty. These are the four top things. Again, remember, he didn't even have a fucking uh, a nose. He went through so much surgery that he didn't even have a fucking nose. This guy had to sleep in a hyperbolic chamber to preserve his plastic body from rotting every single day. Hashtag. Look it up. So again, I'm not saying that he was part of the 27 Club, but right before he turned 27, he had to go through a massive transportation. Uh, sorry, transformation like Transformers to actually be a little bit more relevant to our lives. I like that. I like that. Okay, so it doesn't necessarily saying he's dying, mm -hmm. but it's almost to the rebirth. Point, yes, a rebirth. Yeah. Okay, which could be a form of dying. Believe it or not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, if I had to basically say, you saw a lot of dramatic change after that happened with Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A lot, a lot. That's the when trends. He went, yeah, that's when he went from his flashiness, doing all these major shows, to a lot more remote, Michael. Yes. He still and, show, but it wasn't the same. And he started going cuckoo. And now we're not, this show is not only about Michael Jackson. There's other big names in here that we want to fit in within this time span. Jimi Hendrix, he is the king. I don't know if you guys knew, but Jimi Hendrix used to play the guitar with his right hand, with his uh, guitar upside down. And he used to play a lot of ritual, ritualistic music. In fact, there's, uh, there's such little theories that allegedly, right, that he was going through issues with the mafia and the mafia actually poisoned him to destroy him at the age of 27. Joining and being one of the most iconic deaths of the 27th club to date, which is fucking weird, bro, because this is not the first time that we see an artist not only overdose, but strategically die on heroin while on tour and being at the peak of their power and influential um, uh, entertainment career. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, 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 no. It's I mean, he was iconic. He's a legend as it is. Mm -hmm. But especially even more after he passed away, because that's the type of fame he had. That's the type of power he had. He was one of the greatest musicians. To this day, there's stuff that a lot of people can't even do. The rhythm he had. Exactly. The plainness. It was just beyond belief. So 
let's talk about another one. Another, this one's a little bit more hip hop. Mm-hmm. Mac Miller. Okay, Mac Miller has been one of the most influential, not only rappers, but deaths that we heard of before he was 27. And I think he died right after he turned 26, before he even turned 27 years old. Yes. So one of the most famous lines that suggested that he joined the 27th Club is when he did a song. He had a quote? Yes. So believe it or not, he goes, to everyone, to, sell, to everyone who sells me drugs, don't mix it with that bullshit. I'm hoping not to join the 27 Club. I always imprinted this as it is. Don't uh, mix his drugs with bullshit as he wanted them to be as potent as possible. He threw, took a shot at reality, basically. Like, jokey joke, right? And and ended up getting the fucking worst batch of fucking drugs. Yes. Because wow. they honestly, honestly, I've never seen anybody try to track this down, quote unquote. So if you guys could just think about it. When does a drug dealer ever get caught? Uh, very rarely. Most of the time, the people they that go get caught in, are the they ones... They go in. They 110%. They might get caught for selling it, but it's really rare when they actually get caught for saying this was the exact drug dealer that killed this person. Oh, yeah. They don't get they get caught for selling drugs or yes. having it possession, but they don't get caught for the murders that they've caused all around the world. Coincidentally, for this one, they actually, quote-unquote, found a sheep, a scapegoat, or the actual drug dealer, however you want to believe it. And they actually what? crucified him. What do you mean? What do you mean? What yeah. do you mean? What, like for Rack Miller? Yes, they found his killer. He's allegedly the guy that sold him the drugs. Get the fuck out of here. I you know that was, that's what happened with Michael Jackson, too. I think they were uh, trying to blame his doctor. His doctor. His doctor yeah. is the one that took most of the heat on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it just Ooh. it goes to show. And honestly, if you look at Mac Miller's track history, mm-hmm. yes, was he a drug dealer? I mean, was he a drug fiend? Yes, 110%. Ain't no denying it. Did he have issues? Yes. But everybody says it even up to the day of his death that he wasn't that type of person anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That he you know had changed. You know that you know how he had a quote and he took a shot. There's another person, Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse was one of those people that had a massive influential power. And she also mentioned, and I quote, I have a feeling I'm going to die young, right after she freaking dropped rehab, which was one of the biggest bangers she ever dropped. Now, Amy Winehouse, if you guys don't remember Amy Winehouse, this is girl, she has a beautiful bluish voice. Um, she she brought in the bump it. And I don't know, the steez. I don't know if you guys remember when people, girls, we used to tease their hair, had like a little bump it on the top with a little copetito. Oh, <laughs> almost a sunaki? The suit, yeah. Well, she's the original of that style, bro. She actually brought it in. And specifically in 2011, when she died, it was when that style blew the fuck up in her memory. Now, that's a little culture thing, culture, culture shot that you guys didn't know. She did mention this, and she also went through heartbreak. And she, allegedly, she was supposed to be a hardcore heroin addict. And yeah, there was this also, if you YouTube it, <clears throat> There's fucking uh, concerts where she's actually performing all fucked up and high and drunk. However, it seems like she was targeted for something and they needed to fucking knock her off fast. On top of that, her ex-boyfriend took a lot of the money. So I'm not trying to say that her ex-boyfriend killed her or anything, but there was definitely a money grab there as soon as she passed away. So like Elisa Dose or Hasha? Yeah, yeah, and there's also actors that died like this. I was trying to look in the death of Heath Ledger, the ex-Joker, at what time that he died. Unfortunately, he died at a, a larger, at a bigger age. He didn't die at the, within the 27. But then I went into a fucking deep hole. Check this out, guys. Instead of going up in age of these guys dying, the Illuminati or these fucking high-powered elites started going down. And this is where the fucking big scope comes in, dog. Did you know 
that Juice World has a fucking song. I guess Juice World. I don't listen to this guy, but I had to listen to the song because I opened up this. What do you hole. mean you don't listen to Juice World? I even have heard a couple of his songs. I've heard this one song. I've heard of him dying, and that's how I knew about him. But I didn't know he had music like like legitimate selling out shows and shit, being some type of influence with kids. Check this out. Believe dude. it he, or not, believe it or not. I mean, uh-huh. before you dive straight into it, he's actually pretty sick when it comes to freestyle. Okay, so he did, he did, literally, he was just uh, saying one or two things. Mm-hmm. It's his own style. Okay, we've he all He did have heard, melody. He did, he did. He was he a talented young man. And he did have his own creation of his own beat, which wasn't any type of generic shit compared to, like, uh, I guess you could say trap music right now, mm-hmm. which is what's popping right now. Uh-huh. Juice Will definitely had his own style to it. Even who he signed to, Little Baby, who's more of a drill rapper, I guess you could say, with a mm-hmm. little bit more Southern style. Mm-hmm. Even him, that's the reason he was attracted. And to this day, he has, I don't know how many songs of Juice Road just stacked up, stacked up, stacked up in hard drive. Because mm, he was that's fucking crazy. Okay, so after all these guys were dying, they started to getting exposed. So the, the Illuminati, the entertainment industry, was getting exposed. And the 27 Club has, was one of the biggest fucking movements that people actually started believing in. So guess what they started to do? They started making the 21 Club. The transformation, hence the beginning of a new era of kids that are just bringing fucking powerful lyrics, powerful music, hardcore beats, and then they die at a very early age. I'm going to give you a few examples. Juice World said in one of his songs, and I quote... What is this 27 Club? Uh, we won't even live past 21. Uh, uh, uh. He, he says the N-word a couple of times that I can't say on this fucking show. And I quote. However, he said <laughs> he said that they would die before they met 21. X, 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 Tentacion. I think Tentacion. How the fuck this, how do you say his name? I'm going to go with Tentacion. Okay. Well, I'm going to say that. <laughs> and then you have a bunch of, yeah. Then you have Juice World. Then you have Pop Smoke. And many other little peep, all these other little rappers that are dying before 21. In fact, Xanax, what's his name? The fucking Xanax kid? What's oh, his Lil name? Zan, Lil, Lil Zan. Zan, yeah. Lil Zan. Like little kid. That guy almost got killed because he was exposing the 21 club. I found this shit out and he went to rehab because he almost died and he got almost suicided. Hashtag look it up. These these names are irrelevant now. These names are having an impact on the next 10 years of generation. But after 10 years of that, kids are going to forget. They don't have hit wonders like songs that you're going to go uh, automatic classics. However, you have to understand that they're not only doing that to fucking kill young people and kill young souls, but to attract the souls of your kids, our kids. If, if, I'm, if I could be honest with you, 110%, I think 27th Club is the latest you could join. What do you but mean? If, Explain that. Explain that. Okay. What do we? Give me, give me that theory. So if... If you look it up, a lot of influential people, up and coming artists or artists that are in their prime, mm-hmm. have mostly died between the ages of twenty one through twenty seven. Okay. And I'm a, and I'm gonna just name a few. Okay. Notorious B.I.G. twenty four. Okay. Buddy Holly, age twenty two. Okay. Billy Mercier, age twenty one, which was a rock band. Mm-hmm. Okay. Big L, age twenty four. Okay. Sid Vicious, age twenty one. Tupac, age okay. twenty six. Otis Redding, twenty six. I Ayala, R and B singer, age twenty two. These were all people that were coming up and up, or were at their prime of their time. Let me ask you something. At what age was Snoop Dogg convicted, or they um they uh forgave his uh the the murder charges that he had? 
murder the cases that he had on him. At what age? You know, it's something, it's something important that we have to look up here because there's numbers here. If, if, if by any means he was 21 years old, then this is when he got his second chance. And we have to look at not only Snoop Dogg. We have to look at all these rock artists and after what they did after their 27th birthday to maybe change their name, change their look, change their style, change their genre of music, because that means speculating here, right? Figuratively, what, okay, that, okay. what that means is that these people, they were so stuck with their style and so hardcore that if they did not have to recreate themselves, because you have to understand, we've talked about this before. 21 years old. Yeah, uh, if you, ha you have to recreate yourself at 21 or at 27, he said this Masonic Freemason numbers, right? Free fucking free uh, secret society shit, right? You have to hit these numbers and then recreate yourself to stay relevant or else you're going to get suicided, get taken out, snapped, thrown with the fucking fishes, it's cemented, um, carbonated like fucking Star Wars, destroyed, eliminated, whatever you want to fucking call it, error, whatever. Like if you don't hit these markers, right, they will take you out. Which is why these fucking artists, we've mentioned this plenty of times, they recreate themselves in many ways and sometimes even switch genres. Can you look up when, I don't know if you have, I don't know if you have access to a computer right now. Can you look up when Lil Wayne dropped the rock album? Rebirth? Rebirth, let's find out. Lil look Wayne. it up right now. Look it up on your phone real quick. All right, this is live fucking look. Right? We're actually bringing up the new little thing now. All right, check this out. We're going to start researching shit now. So bringing you up the fucking statistics. At what age did he drop Rebirth? If he was at 27 years old, then that's what I'm saying. Speculating. Or before 27. 27 years old, big dog. At what time? When? Fucking seven. When? What, what birth? What, 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 the album? Rebirth. There it is. Bam. Oh, that was oh dog. What the fuck do you think? And what's the name of the album, dog? Rebirth. That's there it is, Lil bro. Wayne and then, and what was the oh, fucking shit. album about? What was the album about? Re re reinventing himself from it was being a rock the normal. Album. Yes, from him being in normal to him being in hip hop. No, no, no. From being him being a hip hop oh, man, artist uh, to being a rock star. There we go. There we go. There we go. You yeah. ready? You ready? Dog, that was a live fucking search for you guys. Hashtag look it up. Do the fucking verdict yourself, guys. Please, you have a fucking computer with milliseconds of information in your hands. Stop being fucking lazy. There's number of games. There's a number of games, dog. In order to stay relevant, you need to fucking recreate yourself. You have to rechange. Then he changes to be, when he was 33 years old, he changed his name to Toon Chi again to stay relevant. And these are all fucking markers in Freemasonic, Illuminati, Entertainment Industry, fucking factor games. No Ugh. fucking shit. I did not believe that. Literally, mm -hmm. you just fucking blew my mind. Okay, blew okay. your fucking mind. So, <laughs> can we say that if you don't stay relevant or follow a certain cur course, maybe, uh -huh. or maybe prove that you're not worthy? That play you, the game. That's, that what you call, that's what it's that? called, the game. If you don't play the oh, game and like invest it with them, they'll take you out. And then you're suicided. You think Lil Wayne would have made it this far if he wouldn't have changed his game? Now he fell off the track. Either way, bro, we had a fucking massive episode, and just that little fucking Wayne fact alone shows us that there's other shit that meets the eye. Wait, there's more shit behind that meets the eye. Oh, wait, Transformers. More than meets the eye, fool. There you go. <laughs> more than meets the eye. God damn, big dog. Hey, this has been a lot of fucking facts that we threw out there. So mm -hmm. let's just do a quick recap, okay? Mm -hmm. So it seems to be that 27th is no longer the age you're expected to die mm -hmm. now from what we've gathered it's either from 21 to 27 so mm -hmm. your life could basically be in danger if you're in the mainstream spotlight between those years mm -hmm. and that's even if you meet the marker of 21 like if you don't meet the marker i guess you get outed before two if you're like exposing too much well Kinda like these other ones that fucking 
got killed. Okay, let's give let's give somebody more on the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Drake, he's changed his flow up a lot every couple years to not stay the same. You would have to look at a more deep when he dropped the albums and stuff and what songs came out as markers maybe, during maybe, these ages. Maybe not so much the albums. I'm going to go with his lyrical. Because when he came out, he was a straight-up rapper going ba 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 And he slowly transitioned into a basic singer. I want to I wanna kind of guess. I remember that October's Very Young was one of the first albums that he dropped. I want to know what age he Make dropped and then, Make and, and, and then what happened? Was it a mixtape? It was a mixtape, yeah. And then I want to know when he officially dropped the owl symbol. Yeah. And then those are or those are gonna be markers because when he was in Young Money, he didn't have the owl symbol. Yeah, using, yeah. He was all Yo, young, young, young Money. money. Yeah, 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 Young Money. And it wasn't when, until he became October very own that the uh-huh. owl got incorporated into uh-huh. everything. Uh-huh. So I think that one we have to look up that age, the age when he fucking recreated himself and rebranded himself and then and then excelled himself away from the rest of the group, and then he started becoming, you know, what he is now. Most yeah, everybody, please, big time, let them know where they can find you. You guys know the deal. Catch me at EKNAT626. Once again, EKNAT626. My people, go check out the first, which we call the Club 27th. No, 27 Click. Oh, 27 Click. You're right. You're right. You're right. Go check that one out. Go get that information and put it all together. Let us know what you guys are feeling or what you guys are not feeling. Are we losing it or are we onto something? Well, that's something, dog. Fuck the boo-boo shit. <laughs> and make sure you check us out at ParanoidRadio.com. Guys, we're dropping weekly episodes every Friday on Pushing Rope. If you like to talk about your local celebrities and things that are happening about around LA with a Latino twist and a spicy nacho, make sure you get your fucking taco suave and, and galaxy burrito sauce and drop bombs at Pushing Rope Show. Make sure you check us out at ParanoidRadio.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Big Tank, thank you. I love you, Brick Dog. Till the next time. <laughs> Paranoid Radio.